football fans. It's time to go on the record for this week's matches in pro and college football with just one catch. We're only interested in underdogs. Who can keep it close if not pull the outright upset? Time to find out. It's Three Dog Thursday. Now here's your host, TJ Reed. Ah, here we are. It is another week. It is time to dissect, to diagnose, and to bow wow to those to those lovable underdogs in pro football because college is now done and we may have to venture outside of the NFL playoffs as well on the latest edition of Three Dog Thursday. It's great to have you with us. I'm TJ Reeves, your host. A little bit later on in the show, one of our guests that will be with us is Wayne Curtis, the founder, the creator, the owner, the operator of Smack Apparel and SmackApparel.com. Wayne will be making some celebrity kind of guest underdog uh, picks. Uh, He's going to be gloating about the fact that he had the Clemson Tigers and that a title game win. Congrats to Alabama. They closed the college football season with a championship game win. But for underdog purposes, Clemson did get close enough uh, to make you a winner on Three Dog Thursday. And our next guest, our expert, our uh, our senior handicapper, our insider, he also had the Clemson Tigers on Monday night. He was very interested in that last touchdown drive by Clemson, uh, which was getting seven points uh, in that title game. So uh, let's talk with him right now and bring him on from VegasInsider.com. Here is Kevin Rogers back with another edition of Three Dog Thursday. Good to be with you. Good to have had the Clemson Tigers the other night. Yes, it was, TJ. Obviously a very entertaining game that Clemson had opportunities to beat Alabama, that they were right there, but you can't give up four long plays. The onside kick was brilliant by Alabama, brilliantly executed. The kickoff return. I mean, Alabama made the plays when they had to. I mean, I thought when Alabama, before the final touchdown, that they would have just kneeled on it and just gotten out of there and said forget about it and not have not open the door for any kind of Clemson comeback. But uh, you know, obviously Clemson on that final drive they went down the field and they scored and uh, a lot of money changed hands there. But uh, it ended up working out. So saving guys championship. Clemson got the cover. We're all happy. There you go. And it was a, a fantastic game. I mean, you agree with me as somebody that loves college football has been watching it for a long time as you and I have. That's probably the best championship game dating back to the Vince Young, Reggie Bush, Texas, USC uh, epic game where Vince Young scored in the final minute on fourth down with so much uh, NFL caliber talent on that field. That that was a tremendous championship game. And and I think moving forward to this game the other night, I mean, this game the other night ranks right there with that USC-Texas game as the second best game maybe in the last 10, 12 championship games that we've had. Yeah, that's been up there. Uh, you know, Florida State Auburn was a pretty good finish a few years ago when Jameis Winston won the championship for FSU. And I think one game people forget about TJ is that Auburn Oregon game. Right, uh, was pretty uh, entertaining with Cam Newton winning the championship. Last so, second field goal, last second field goal for Auburn. But that was not a great played game. Not a ton of offense. I mean, this was. That that second half, with all the big plays like you were mentioning, uh, the Kenyon Drake kickoff return was phenomenal. Deshaun Watson was phenomenal. Uh, this is a 14-14 game at the half that ends 45-40. to I mean, it was, it was wild in the desert the other night. Well, and also, too, I, it really helped that, uh, you know, this being the final game of the College Bowl season, that you had a good game after there were a lot of bad bowl games and a lot of people were disappointed with, what took place over the last few weeks or so with all the college games. You didn't have any great finishes. You had a lot of blowouts when you had big-time teams playing. So at least they kind of saved themselves by having a very entertaining game to close out the season. 
But, of course, a lot of the controversy is that the TV ratings were down, maybe because it was on cable, maybe because, you know, you have a long wait. The December 31st games, you know, kind of killed momentum there. You should have had them a few days later. So I think they're still trying to figure this whole college football playoff out. Obviously, the four-team playoff is better than what you had before, but they can't have the games on New Year's Eve anymore, the semifinal games. They need to have them as the last games, have a week off, and then play the championships. So at least have that buildup as opposed to playing those games on December 31st and where people may not care if you have certain teams in it because people have plans on New Year's Eve. And then you have exhibition games after that. So it, it's just silly how it's all out of order. They should do it where those games, the semifinals, are the last ones, break, and then play the championship, and I think it would work out a little bit better. It still was a massive number. That's the that's the point I want to leave it with. It's not like a 15-and-a-half rating for a championship game on Monday night is a bad number. That's a massive number. Put it this way, the National Hockey League would love to have those numbers when they play their postseason, uh, and, and to a larger extent, Major League Baseball would love in October to have those kind of numbers uh, game in and game out. I mean, it's a one-time shot for football, but... I mean, a 15-and-a-half rating is still nothing to be poo-pooed on on that. All right, so speaking of not to be poo-pooed on, uh, you did not only come through with Clemson, you also came through with the Cincinnati Bengals as the home underdog in that wild game with the Steelers. They didn't win the game. They did cover for Three Dog Thursday purposes. So uh, you got one there. The Redskins let you down uh, on Sunday uh, for Three Dog Thursday purposes. But now we're going to go to the NFL playoffs. There are four games in pro football where you can take underdogs this weekend uh, between Kansas City, Green Bay, Seattle, um, and the uh, the one remaining underdog. It escapes me right now. Help me, Kevin, with who the other underdogs. Pittsburgh Steelers at Denver. There you go. Thank you. Those are the four that you have to choose from on the buffet. Do you go with three NFL underdogs? Are you only going to go with two, and we're going to make it a combo somewhere else? What do you like, Kevin? We're going to go with two in a combo, and uh, I'll go by process of elimination here. I'm going to take away the Steelers just because of Ben Roethlisberger's condition and Antonio Brown's status. That It's just a hard thing to make an argument for Pittsburgh if Ben Roethlisberger is not right, and it seems like from what, you know, we've heard in his interviews that his shoulder's all messed up. And it, obviously, if he's not 100% or at least at the status of what he can do, it's a major drop-off if you go to Landry Jones. And no disrespect yep. to Landry Jones, but yep. it's a major drop-off. And if Antonio Brown doesn't play, that's a problem. So the Steelers are out. I look at Kansas City, and I say that they feel like a public underdog a little bit here, um, so I'm going to pass on that game at New England. So I'll go to the other two. Wait, you're just going to wait, wait, wait. You're just going to brush off Kansas City annihilating Houston from last week and say what now? Public underdog? Why does that? Why does that shy you away? As good as the Chiefs have been, I, you know, I liked the Chiefs last week. Obviously, that's why I didn't take them on the show because they were favorite, but. I don't know. Like I looked at this line, and I saw it open up. I say, wow, New England should have been laying more to Kansas City. And obviously, they're on fire. They've won 11 straight. But at the same time, I mean, look who they beat last week. They beat Brian Hoyer. And now they're playing Tom Brady this week. So, obviously, you know, you're jumping, uh, you know, from a, from a, from a, a Volkswagen bug to a Ferrari. <laughs> this is what you're so, so, basically, like, this is what you're dealing with now if you're the Kansas City Chiefs. And... You know, they've been very good. The Jeremy Macklin injury, that's going to affect them, assuming he doesn't play on Saturday. I, 
don't know. The Patriots, right. that's short of a number. It's, it's just Edelman's probably back. Edelman's probably back yeah. healthy for this game. Uh, yeah, I, I understand. New England at home, when they have the bye and they're at home, they're really good in the, in the playoffs. All right, so you're going to stay away. So that means you're going with the other two in this instance, the two NFC underdogs. Let's start first with Green Bay and Arizona. You did see the game week 16 where Arizona annihilated the Packers, and that's not shying you away from the rematch in the playoffs here? No, and I kind of felt that way, even though I didn't have the pick on the show last week with Minnesota. Minnesota was blown out by Seattle last month at home, and, and I like when these teams play each other again because the perception is, oh, Arizona just destroyed Green Bay, so they're going to beat them again. I don't think that's the case at all. I feel good about Green Bay this time around, even though I went against them last week at Washington, that the Packers, you know, I, I, it was a big gamble because I thought, all right, either the Packers are dead or they're going to go to the Super Bowl. Like, one of those two things. So that, that's the way it's going to be, that Green Bay is finished or they're going to go on this amazing run because we know what they have. And even though they had a horrible second half of the season, now maybe they got a little bit of momentum here after beating Washington. They had a really good game on the ground. Aaron Rodgers played well. And now they go to Arizona, where obviously they're in a revenge spot from, from a very short time ago. And I look at Arizona – I feel like I forget this about the Cardinals, that you don't have Kurt Warner there anymore, that Carson Palmer doesn't have a lot of playoff experience. He didn't play last year when Arizona lost to Carolina. Right. I feel like besides Larry Fitzgerald, there's nobody there really with playoff experience on the Arizona team, like substantial playoff experience. And obviously, Teron Matthew being out is a big deal for the Cardinals. And, you know, now all of a sudden the, the target's on their back, and – they weren't a great team. The back is a home favorite towards the end of the year, for the exception of that win over Green Bay. They lost to Seattle. You could say it's a throwaway game at the end. But uh, there were a lot of other games that were very close uh, against Baltimore. They lost at home to St. Louis. Cincinnati almost beat them. Minnesota almost beat them. So that home field advantage for Arizona, you know, it's, they still won these games, but at the right. same time, they snuck by a lot, so I think Green Bay here, not a lot of people probably expecting a lot out of them, so I'm going to take the points with them. Voice of Kevin Rogers, Senior Handicapper and Writer, VegasInsider.com. We love his insight on Three Dog Thursday as our show rolls on, so you are going to take the Packers, and look, I'm going to bolster your case even a little more, and I watched a bunch of that game, and it's been replayed now a couple of times, NFL Network, etc., that Arizona-Green Bay game. Uh, in the regular season, Week 16, Green Bay handed two touchdowns to Arizona on fumbles with easy scores where they were picked up and run in and really made that game a runaway. My point is, if they stay away from the benevolent turnover and gift touchdown, this could be a much more competitive game as it wears on, and, and Rodgers is a veteran quarterback. Listen to me almost talking myself into the Packers now, Kevin. I may take them myself before this is over, but they could hang in, uh, especially with his well as they ran the ball at uh, at Washington last Sunday to win that playoff game. We'll see about Green Bay and Arizona. And that leaves the Seattle Seahawks on Sunday going to Carolina. Real quick, why do you like them for your other NFL underdog? I don't really care that they're going cross-country again. They're men. It's fine. They'll be okay. So that doesn't worry me. Going from Minnesota back home, and they played in the, in the freezing cold, and they found a way to escape. I love teams that are very good teams, elite teams that escape. Because the next week, you know that, okay, they, they dodged a bullet, that now they'll play better. They're not playing one-degree weather anymore. They can open things up. And even Russell Wilson made some plays in the cold. We'll see if they get Marshawn Lynch back. But uh, Seattle had Carolina beat at home earlier this year. Carolina rallied to beat them. 
all the pressures on Carolina right now. They're 15 and one in the regular season. That they have the two-time defending NFC champions coming in there with revenge, and I just think that Seattle uh, going in, they remember that loss to Carolina, and they know what's on the line for them to get to three straight Super Bowls. Obviously, they have to win another game before they get there. But uh, you know, for Carolina and Cam Newton, you know, for Cam, I mentioned before the Arizona game, they beat Arizona last year in the playoffs. They beat him with a backup quarterback. Now they're facing Russell Wilson, so. I like uh, Seattle here with the boys. Well, and keep in mind that uh, time and again, and it's even been the Seahawks going on the road uh, to win a game against a team that had a bye, and we'll keep this in mind for Kansas City, obviously, Pittsburgh, and uh, we just talked about Green Bay having played a game and won it the previous week. And in the case of all four of the teams playing this week uh, as road teams again, they won their road game last week. So they played a game the opponent did not. Will Carolina be a little flat? They're supposed to get Jonathan Stewart back, supposed to get Ted Ginn back. I saw them in the regular season finale as they beat up on my Tampa Bay Buccaneers and ended up getting Lovey Smith fired. Uh, Cam Newton was tremendous in that game. How sharp, Kevin, is he going to be after a week off? Could Seattle's defense frustrate him and create... Uh, problems for him uh, in this game. Carolina lost in a similar situation two years ago to Colin Kaepernick and the the 49ers. They had a great regular season. They had the bye. Kaepernick and company won their playoff game at home, went to Carolina playing the early game on Sunday, and wiped them out. So, you know, I know it's different years and different teams, but let's just uh, let's just see on Sunday. So you've got two underdogs in the NFL with Green Bay and Seattle, and and so we're going to start talking more basketball because we're about to be out of football games. And you're actually going to go with an NBA underdog on Three Dog Thursday. What do you like, real quick, and why? Cleveland Cavaliers head to San Antonio to take on the Spurs. The uh, the Cavs open up around a six-point underdog. Obviously, that line will move, uh, you know, going into Thursday, but they'll still be an underdog regardless. San Antonio has been great. We know they have. They're undefeated at home. Only team, uh, actually, no, no, them and Golden State are undefeated uh, at home. But you look at uh, the Spurs and what they've done this year. They've been unbelievable. Cleveland, when you look back at it, taking away their loss at Miami earlier this year when LeBron James didn't play, the Cavaliers are 3-0 against the number uh, this season when they are a road underdog. And they're 7-2 against the number dating back to last season when they're a road underdog. And you don't really get them in this position that often. I just think that it's a very good spot to get them in coming off their overtime win at Dallas. And, yeah, you can't say anything bad about San Antonio, but I just think the Cavaliers here – and they have an excellent opportunity to cover, if not win, against San Antonio on Thursday. Mm-mm-mm. Well, we'll see. And again, the Spurs have the longest home winning streak. It's kind of quirky right now in the NBA dating back to last season because they won a bunch of games at the end of the regular season at home. And then they won all three of their playoff games in the first round series with the Clippers at home. But they were beaten in Game 7 at L.A., so they didn't get to play another home game after that. Uh, but it kept their home streak intact, and they continue to win as we now flip the calendar to 2016. So that's interesting. Cavaliers to cover. You don't think they're going to win the game. You just think they're going to keep it close enough, plus the six or six and a half, right? I think they have a shot to win. I think that they can maybe pull the upset. Maybe they can. We'll find out. So, again, that adds up to three underdogs with the Cavaliers in the NBA on Thursday night in San Antonio. Packers and Seahawks will be his underdogs coming on Sunday. And, Kevin, give us a quick uh, plug here in 30 seconds or so that we have left for Vegas Insider with all that's going on and all the great information you have. Absolutely. College football season's in the books, but we still have the NFL playoffs with a few weeks to go. As you mentioned, NBA in full swing, uh, conference basketball. 
uh, in college is ongoing. It's a lot of great stuff. We're a few months away from baseball, so it never stops here at VegasInsider.com. Check out you know live odds and uh, all the best information out there. And you can also follow us on Twitter at TwitBI. And he's already giving you some of that information, including that stat. How about that? The Cavaliers are 3-for-3 three three already this year as a road underdog for that game with the Spurs. That's the kind of things that you're going to find out at VegasInsider.com. Kevin, thank you as always. Good luck with these underdogs. We appreciate it, and we're getting down to the nitty-gritty now in the NFL after this weekend. It'll be championship uh, matchups will we'll be uh, looming down the road and then the Super Bowl, so stand by for all of that. We're excited about it. Uh, we appreciate it here on this edition of Three Dog Thursday. All right, thank you, TJ. And we will continue. Stay with us as the underdog predictions roll on. Yes, it is the latest edition of Three Dog Thursday. We are back. It is NFL divisional playoff round again this weekend with four road teams winning last week, including some underdogs coming through last week let's bring on our next guest the founder the creator uh the guy the owner the operator the man with smack apparel and smack apparel.com wayne curtis is back with us you had those cincinnati Bengals who barely covered in that disastrous ending to the game they lost the game but they covered you also had the clemson tigers back on uh, on monday night as part of three dog thursday and there was a little backdoor cover for them so wayne welcome what a great let's go back to clemson and alabama what a great game what a great uh, finish to that game with all the wild plays in the fourth quarter. What did you uh, What did you think about uh, Clemson hanging in, but Alabama gets another championship? Well, you know, you got to give hats hats off. That was a well executed gutsy call to swing momentum when it was tied twenty four twenty four. That onside kick that was you know that was uh, it worked to perfection. They they say that got in practice got dropped it often. Yeah. So obviously the kick was like a throw. I mean, you couldn't. Tom Brady couldn't have thrown it better than that. So that was crazy. Uh, Clemson hung in. I mean, they've got the horses. They, you know, I guess if you're a fan, you can at least say, "Man, almost everybody's back." And we've got, you know, Deshaun Watson. I mean, whew, yeah, that cat is uh, is for real. I mean, he is he's quite a player. And Alabama so, could Alabama could not track him down on so many big plays, and he made some throws with his arm. And so, yeah, future very bright for him and for Clemson for next year because he can't turn pro. He's got to come back again next year. Uh, and Alabama again with uh, with Derrick Henry and all those great players on defense. So, wow, what a Coker game they're doing! Yeah, and yeah. Jacob and Jacob Coker, who was at Florida State and eventually transferred to Alabama, ends up winning a title now with Alabama. Uh, after Jameis Winston beat him out and won a title at Florida State. So it's interesting how the, the whole uh, tree uh, connects and intertwines Saban, Jimbo Fisher, Florida State, Alabama, the quarterbacks, the whole bit. And that and that leads us, before we get to your underdog picks, you've got some updated Alabama smack apparel wear, uh, including uh, the latest, instead of roll tied, it is roll titles roll with the 16th title, right? That's the that's one of the new Smack Apparel shirts that you have. Yeah. In one in one of the O's, it's the state of Alabama, and in one of the other, the bottom O's, it's the, is the 16. So, pretty cool shirt. It says "Roll Titles Roll," and on the back it says, with the score 45-40, it says "So Long Clemson." Hello, sweet. 16. Yes, 16th so. national title. I love that. 
So you've got that one. And you've also modified the shirt that we've been talking about. They only hate us because they ain't us. You've modified wow. that shirt in, in lieu of the championship. So go ahead. Alabama, you know, you're, you're either a Bama fan or you despise them. I mean, uh, Nick Saban is a is a, I'm sure he's, you know, he's not a bad person, but he's a curmudgeon. He's grouchy. He, uh, and then, of course, Alabama and their fans are going to hoot and holler as they should, but that only makes people hate him more. So I imagine that most of America that was watching that game, if you weren't a Bama fan, you were pulling for Clemson and somebody else other than Nick Saban and Bama. So it ties right into, yeah, the front now says uh, a little different look, too. It says the dynasty lives here in the back. A guy with the, with the uh, Bear Bryant hat on says yep. they only hate us. Because they ain't us, and then there's 16 years uh, on the back, uh, and that should be a huge popular shirt for Bama fans. And yes, make Bama and their fans only hated more. I would say yes, Wayne. And so again, they can get either one of those shirts right now. They get free shipping with Amazon Prime. Then go to SmackApparel.com, and we still have our offer out there that if you use the promo code Thursday, they can buy one, get one half off. That's specific to this show, Three Dog Thursday. If you're listening to this show and there are a lot of fans that are listening, you can use that specific promo code Thursday. Buy one, get one half off. So act on that if you're an Alabama fan or if you know an Alabama fan, you've got relatives, et cetera, that might want the shirt. Go to SmackApparel.com, order the shirt, put that promo code in, and uh, you can get those. All right, so let's get to the underdog picks for this week, and you're going to go all NFL with the playoffs uh, for this week and the different underdogs. First time ever that four road teams win last week, and so then obviously all four of them are back on the road for this week. We begin with the two games on Saturday. Kansas City, Wayne getting five points at New England. The well-rested Patriots that may very well get Julian Edelman back in this game. And then the night game is Green Bay against Arizona with the Packers off the win uh, last week over the Redskins. Now playing the Arizona Cardinals, a team that wiped them out in Week 16. Do you like either one of those Saturday games? What do you like, Wayne? Either uh, either one strike you, Kansas City or Green Bay? Uh, you know what? First of all, I was contemplating the, the, call, the lone college game, the East-West Shrine game, which is a, a wonderful <laughs> cause. The Shriners do a magnificent job. But I just couldn't get a feel uh, for the players and how the coaches were going to use them, so I had to I had to scratch that <laughs> yeah. college game uh, that's at the, uh, I believe, down in St. Petersburg. Yes. Uh, I had to scratch that one off my docket. So, yes, uh, pros, you know, same thing. You kind of hate New England. You want to see them lose, but I just I just don't think that they're going to lose or or not win by at least five points. So I've got to say no to the Kansas City. Uh, they're just about to celebrate their baseball victory this year, and they're not going to be able to celebrate their football. So I'm just sticking with New England as a favorite. My and so favorite. and so that means for Three Dog Thursday purposes, you got to be going Green Bay in the night game at Arizona. I'm going the Packers. Uh, Brett Favre. Brett Favre is not there anymore. Uh, but uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Rodgers out of Cal, I know that, is there. And I, he played really well last week. They played much better as a team. Uh, getting seven, I think they'll at least cover us. All right, so that means you're also going to take the Seahawks and the Steelers. Uh, the Seahawks off of that, really a, a miracle that uh, that Minnesota missed that field goal. That's like a 99.9% field goal make from right in the middle of the field, 28 yards away, and Blair Walsh missed the kick and it kept Seattle alive. 
But you like the Seahawks real quick, again against a team off the bye in Carolina who's 15-1, and one. real quick. Yeah, I do. Sort of same thing. I think that each week they're going to find a little more traction. I don't think it's calling for any, you know, inclement, crazy weather. Um, now, of course, we only have four games to pick from. That's right. Three. That's uh, right. Uh, uh, but, you know, forced to pick, I'm definitely picking this game over. And Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson has repeatedly won road games in the playoffs. He's a great, already young career, already great on the road in the playoffs. And then we don't know as we're talking right now on Three Dog Thursday if Roethlisberger can play or how effective he's going to be. But as you said, by default, you're taking the Steelers here on Three Dog Thursday at Denver. How much of Peyton Manning do you think we'll see? Do you think he can play the whole game, or do you think he's going to come up gimpy? Or what do you think for the Broncos yeah, who've had a week off? Say, if, they can, if they can keep uh, Pittsburgh off of him, I think he'll he'll battle through. But I mean, it could be just you know two injured quarterbacks limping through. Maybe we ought to figure out who's the better who has the better backup. <laughs> might go with Denver. Yeah, uh, but the kid out of uh, Oklahoma is pretty good, but. Uh, I think Roethlisberger would play on one leg. I mean, he's that type of guy. Um, I do think that, you know, Denver has a much better alternative if, if uh, Peyton struggles. Um, yeah, with Osweiler. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a backup. So and he's won think, some games. Uh, well, yeah, so They're both uh, banged up, and uh, I'm sure when they're fixed, yeah, that's uh, that has been the case. All right, so that leads us to a quick plug for some more shirts at SmackApparel.com for the playoffs. You got the Patriots Dynasty shirts. You got a couple of other clever shirts, uh, though, uh, as well that are playoff appropriate. If you're a Carolina fan and the Panthers make a run here to the Super Bowl, you've got that black shirt with the teal letters straight out of Carolina, kind of playing off the straight out of Compton. Uh, from the movie and the songs and the uh, and the the birth of rap and hip hop. Uh, so straight out of Carolina is popular if you're a Panther fan, and you've got a Steeler black and gold one making fun of the Bengals. Am I right? Well, you know, um, after that game and all the bad blood that got brewed up a little bit more, you know, if you think about it, one team in the NFL has six titles, <laughs> I mean, the Steelers, and one has, oh, several have zero, but one has zero that is uh, black and orange. And that's the Bengals. So on the back it says, for, for Steeler fans, it says, still no titles, right? And on the front, really cool look, it says, choke, the official drink of the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> they definitely choked that game away. So it's in Steeler black and gold and still no titles right on the back of it. So, yeah, just perfect. For Steeler fans, because they play the Bengals, they play the Bengals every year, and this much we know, the Steelers may win another one, but the Bengals definitely aren't winning their first. We do know that. They're eliminated. They're they're out, so the shirt's appropriate. And again, you can go to smackapparel.com and see these shirts, whether it's the Alabama Championship shirts, or see that straight out of Carolina, or the choke, the official drink of the Bengals, or the Patriots, uh, back-to-back dynasty shirts that are there. Check those out, and again, use the promo code THURSDAY to buy one, get one half off with your order. That's an exclusive offer on this show on Three Dog Thursday, this underdog digital radio show. Wayne Curtis, thank you. Good luck with the dogs. We appreciate it. Thank you, TJ.
And there he goes, Wayne Curtis with Smack Apparel and SmackApparel.com. Time for my underdogs. I, I will not go with three NFL underdogs just like Kevin Rogers. I'm going to go college basketball. Remember, I gave you UCLA, who had the upset win over Arizona last Thursday, so I already hit a college basketball underdog with the Bruins getting the three points and getting the outright win. Give me BYU Thursday night basketball. They're in the conference with Gonzaga. A BYU with an outstanding guard forward in Kyle Collinsworth. He's got eight triple doubles on his career. He's a good player. Give me uh, give me uh, BYU. I, I know Gonzaga's good. Kyle Wilcher, the former Kentucky player, outstanding scorer, but I'm going to go with BYU as one of my underdogs. So if you're listening after Thursday, you already know how right or wrong that I am. In the NFL, our other two prognosticators did not go with the Kansas City Chiefs at New England in that opening playoff game on Saturday. I will take Kansas City to keep it close, if not outright win. I know Brady's better than Brian Hoyer, but Kansas City's defense is good. They're red hot. Jeremy Macklin will probably play in this game. We thought it might have been season-ending uh, with the injury uh, that he suffered last week in Houston, but he's an explosive receiver that could help them. They've got other weapons as well. Andy Reid, a playoff veteran coach, I think they will keep it close, if not win the game. Give me the five points and the Chiefs. And I will also agree on the Seattle Seahawks on Sunday at Carolina. Russell Wilson, special player, great defense. They're the hotter team having played last week and played in a game and won that game uh, on the road at Minnesota, I know they got the benevolent missed field goal, but they played very well defensively, holding Minnesota to just field goals. Got the the strip of Adrian Peterson late in the game. It's a great defense. Don't know if Marshawn Lynch is going to play, but Russell Wilson is a magic man. I will take the points. I know Carolina's had a great year, but as I documented earlier in our conversations, they had a great year a couple of years ago, and San Francisco came in and beat them in Charlotte after the bye week. So give me... Uh, the Carolina uh, upset there with Seattle. So those are my three underdogs. Uh, good luck to Kevin Rogers, VegasInsider.com, Wayne Curtis, SmackApparel.com. I'm TJ Reeves. Follow the show on Twitter at 3DogThursday. You can go to 3DogThursday.com to find out more. Enjoy the playoff football and much more. We're back next week with the only show devoted to underdogs, 3DogThursday. <laughs>